Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. get right into it then welcome to another episode of the lonely heart sports podcast on today's episode it is playoffs 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 we talk about some we talk about what's going on in the nba going on in the nhl we also talk we also talk about uh, some european competition at european soccer competition as well as we get close to the end of the european soccer season but let's get right into it and go through just talk about quickly talk about what's been going on in the NBA playoffs. We are into round two. The Celtics are taking on the Milwaukee Bucks, and the 76ers are taking on the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference semis. And in the Western Conference semis, you have the there you have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Phoenix Suns, and the Golden State Warriors are taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. I believe the Celtics and Bucks series is one game is split at one game apiece going into game three in Milwaukee. Miami has a two games to none lead over the Philadelphia 76ers. The Dallas Mavericks find themselves down 0-2 to the Phoenix Suns. And the, and the Golden State Warriors are tied at one game apiece with the Memphis Grizzlies. Honestly... Things have been going how I kind of expect. The 76ers suck. They don't have Embiid. Harden is washed. The Celtics and Bucks is probably going to go seven, in my opinion. The Warriors and Grizzlies series, honestly, like, Dylan Brooks got ejected from game two, will be suspended from game three. But the series is going how I expected it anyways. Aggressive, physical, entertaining. And the Sun series is how I expected it to go to Dallas. Without Dallas, only has Luka Doncic, and if you take and if he and if he, God forbid, he gets injured or anything happens to him, Dallas is as royally fucked as Philadelphia is right now. Yeah, I mean Philly definitely is done. I think the Heat just complete the sweep. Uh, Miami will go up three games to nothing tomorrow, especially with Embiid out. And clearly, once again, we talked about this last series as well. Just Harden, James Harden just doesn't seem to care. And he already seems to want to play himself out of Philly after wanting to go there and requesting a trade from Brooklyn. Um, I just don't think he likes basketball anymore, to be completely honest. The past three teams he's been on now, he's been miserable and requested trades from them. So uh, that's a guy that you kind of just expect now at this point just to be a little one of these little crybabies that we see around the NBA. Um, I like you said. I think I do think the Celtics though and Bucks will go seven. It's definitely the best series uh, now, in my opinion, um, because I think every other series will be be a, probably a gentleman sweep or if not a sweep. Um, Milwaukee and the Celtics just both line up very well together. Two teams that actually play defense. Um, Celtics have to deal with the Bucks' size. But, um, I mean, we just saw the Celtics shoot the lights out in game two after kind of putting up a stinker in game one. Um, but that was kind of expected. Though. I mean, they are playing – went from the two polar opposite teams. They had to go play <clears throat> the first – in the, uh, the first round of playoffs. They got to see a Nets team that basically just relied on shooting the ball and not playing defense. 
whereas now they're playing a Milwaukee team that will play tough defense on you and beat you up inside. And they that's what exactly happened game one. Then game two, the Celtics shot the lights out. Um, but game one, the Celtics also shot terribly. So I'm expecting like from here on out like to be like a medium between there. Um, because I think they shot the best they could in game two. And in game one, I think they only had like 10 two-point jump shots made, something stupid like that. Like, So I don't think the Celtics will be as bad as game one, but not as good as game two. So I do think if Jason Tatum can can kind of keep pace with uh, Giannis, this series will go seven. I do like the Celtics' chances here, playing going against the defending champs. Um, and then moving on to the next series, which will be the Warriors and Grizzlies. I think the Warriors will win the next three and just kind of get the Grizzlies out. Um, really? I, I Yeah, I don't think the Grizzlies deserved to run with them. I think the game two win was a fluke for the um, for the Grizzlies. I mean, it was a close game. And that's beyond. Ja put up 47, which I don't think he's going to do again in this series. I mean, he played unreal. Um, and especially because uh, Draymond got a – was he ejected or did he get – was he injured? Draymond was in. Draymond was injured. He got ejected from game one. Game one. Game one. He got ejected. Didn't get suspended. He got injured in game two. Got injured in game two. The game was a little physical, a little chippy. I mean, as mentioned, like Dylan Brooks, like not a dirty player, but a dirty play, sort of say. Yeah. Uh, Gary Payton, uh, the second fractured his elbow on that play, which is why Dylan Brooks is suspended for one. Which is mainly why Dylan Brooks is suspended for one game. I mean, arm came across the head. And arm came across the head. Felt, obviously, Peyton fell to the ground, fractured his elbow. He's going to be out a month. I mean, they'll reevaluate him in two weeks. But let's be honest, your fra- your elbow is fractured. There's a uh, there's a good chance like you're not coming back in the playoffs because of how long it takes for it to re- for something like that to recover. I mean, it, it all depends. I guess it all depends on how far the Warriors potentially go. I mean, Let's be honest. They stretch out. They stretch out the playoffs as, as far out as they can. And if they go, and if they do go, and if they do end up like, say, going to the finals, I mean, who, we'll see what happens. But I mean, take it one series at a time. Like if somehow the Warriors, if somehow the Warriors do find a way to lose this series, obviously, like it won't matter. But he's definitely not playing the rest of this series. That's for sure. No, definitely not. And going with the basketball being stretched out as well. I hate how like they'll have. They have two days off in between games. I, I don't know. I just don't like that really. So today is actually weird. There's actually no bat. Well, today we're recording. There's no basketball today. Yeah, it's an off day for the league. And what really gets me is that like, the order of the games like televised like flip flops. Like tomorrow is the is uh, the Sixers and Heat and the Suns and Mavs when they just played yesterday, but then the Celtics and Bucks and then the Warriors and Grizzlies, I was getting ready to say the Jazz, Jesus. Um, uh, the Warriors and Grizzlies, they don't play until Saturday. And I'm, th- and I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, they played like, they last played on Tuesday and they're not playing again until Saturday. That's three fucking days in between. You don't need that many days, honestly. You don't need that many days. You don't really need two days either, especially like if it's a, Especially if it's like, especially if you have two ga- back-to-back games at home, like it. Yeah, there's, back- no, there's no reason to stretch it. I mean, you see these hockey games. I know we're gonna get into that later, but you see them being more physical, and they play. They take one day off, and they're right back at it. Whereas basketball, just I don't know if it's because they like stretching out, making it as long as possible. 
but it just seems such like a long time in between these games. And it's like, it used, I remember it used to be just set up like the hockey playoffs where you had one day off, then you're playing the next night. And now they're kind of got away from it. But um, no, I do think most of these series besides the Bucks Celtics is just going to kind of be a blow. Like, I think the Grizzlies are dead. Um, Definitely the 76ers are dead. And as well as the Mavericks, especially since the Suns got healthy again. Um, yeah. I just don't see any of these teams standing a chance. It's like, when are these basketball playoffs are actually going to get like a good series? Besides, well, I mean, clearly, I mean, round one we saw the the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, but I mean, let's be honest, both of these teams could you can make an argument to them not to be in playoffs? Well, Grizzlies, I'm not going to make an argument for Timberwolves. I'm not going to make an argument for that. There, Timberwolves potentially, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, is like the West is weak, and the West is the West. The West is a weaker conference in general. Um, but, yeah, no, basketball playoffs, like, I mean, from what I've watched, I will say that I have not really thoroughly enjoyed because other than watching, other than watching, the, other than watching the Celtics, like the Celtics, like sweep the nets and then, like, game one, not thoroughly enjoyable, but game two was enjoyable. I mean, 76 the 76ers are not, a, are not a good team to watch right now. I mean – they were for the first couple games against Toronto. Then they almost blew it. And I said on here that like, oh, they're done. They have no chance. I mean, and they proved me wrong. They went into Toronto and they won. But the thing is, though, is now you're watching them play a better team in Miami, the top seed in the East. And they're just making the 76ers look like a fucking pickup team that was assembled off the street. Um, like they don't have their best. They don't have, they don't have a potential, they don't have potential MB, uh, MVP candidate, Joel Embiid out there out with an orbital f- um, fracture and a concussion. Who knows when he'll come back. Um, talk, they talk, um, James Harden has mentioned, like he looks what he, he looks washed. Like he, he, he's typical playoff Harden right now. And every, and nobody's, nobody cares to talk about that. Like, no, this guy disappears in the playoffs. Like he, like, I don't understand, like, what's the big, like, I don't understand, like, why people, like, rate this guy as much as they do, honestly, because, yeah, okay, he shows up in a meaningless regular a regular season game and can put up a 40-point triple-double against the fucking Pistons or the fucking Magic, but when it comes to the playoffs here, he didn't, he hasn't done jack shit. He didn't do jack shit against Toronto. He didn't, he hasn't done anything against uh, Miami, and Doc Rivers is, ter- and Doc Rivers just, can't coach this team he is not a, he is not a good coach the only reason why everybody talks about doc rivers with his coaching ability is because he's some he he won a title with the celtics 14 years ago which well, is be honest, it's impossible to coach some of these basketball players i mean we talked about this last week as well like these guys think they're bigger than the team so it's i i never really understood the point of nba coaches because it seems like i mean you see the good coach teams like like the Steve Kerr's, like you see Miami right now with Spolstra, they're two very good coach teams. And because the players will listen, when you have players that won't, and like you can put that on the coach as well for the, them not being able to captivate the players. But it's like, it's hard when the coach, when your players, especially like a James Harden type, just won't listen to you. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, if the players aren't listening, then fuck it. It's a lost cause. That's why the, that's why the Nets were in such a disarray. Like, I know they're not in the playoffs, but that's why they were such in a disarray. Because, yeah, you had the whole Kyrie situation, the whole Harden situation. But Steve Nash is not a head coach. Like Kyrie Irving has a Kyrie Irving has a like has a podcast 
which I don't know if you knew. I didn't fucking know that he did either. But to be honest, I but, thought he was. I thought he was appearing on someone's podcast and said what he did. Oh yeah, Kevin. It was Kevin Durant's podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah so you know what I'm talking about there, yeah. where he said like we don't need a coach, like we can coach ourselves. Like yeah, okay, fuck. Let you two coach the dance. Like let you two coach the team. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Like I. I mean, talk about like. Talk about talk about egos right there. Like I'm not like I'm not trying to sound terrible or anything like that. But the thing is though, is like you you if Kyrie Irving, you don't give a shit about you don't give a shit about basketball anymore. You haven't given a shit about basketball since you were. Since, I was gonna say since he left Boston. Like he cared when he was in Boston, but then again, like when he got injured in Boston for that long period of time, I think that's when he stopped caring. Yeah, I was gonna say he barely played in Boston because of the injuries. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And then Kevin Durant is just a fuck. Like Kevin Durant, like on his day, one of the best in the world, no doubt about it. But like, let's be honest, the man's a troll. Like we know, like we see, like what he does on social media. Like we, like we. We see what he does on social media, the burner accounts, the response to the, the response to the quote unquote haters on Twitter. He just doesn't care either. So the thing is, though, is like, yeah, OK, yeah, let you two coach the team. I, if you two coach the team the way like if you two were player coaches or anything like that, it would be a major disaster. But I mean, it is what it is there. Going back to who's actually in the playoffs now, though, he, I, I mean, Miami, Miami's definitely going to sweep them. Miami's definitely going to sweep the Sixers. The, um, the Suns are definitely going to sweep the Mavs because, I mean, everybody's healthy. Devin Booker's back. Chris Paul is showing off, showing out. DeAndre, they, the Mavs don't have anybody to stop DeAndre Ayton. And I'm going to disagree with you about the – about the Warriors series, I don't say it goes. Se- I don't say it goes. I don't say it goes seven, but I think it could potentially go six. And the only reason why I say, and the only reason why I say that is, yes, I like the Warriors are the more complete. The Warriors are the more complete team, but I think that like John Morant is just like and like bringing a whole new level of energy to to the Memphis Grizzlies, where he's like kind of like igniting a fire for them. I mean. The kid is playing great basketball right now, and he's just like lifting, up, uplifting everybody, uplifting everybody around him. And I mean, like if he can put up and spot, like I'm not saying that he needs to score 47 every game, but I mean, like if he puts, if he puts up like 25, 25 a game, 25 a game, like 25 a game. And everybody around and everybody around him can be in double digits, like you know, one of those like inspiring performances or whatever, uplifting the team. Then yeah, the series could potentially go six. But I think the Warriors will win out, will win the series regardless, though, just because I think they have the better team. They have the better team on paper, unless of course you know Draymond decides something stupid. But who knows? And we'll see what happens there. Oh wait, he already has done two things stupid. He got ejected from a game and he flipped off the fans. Well, that's, I mean, that's what you go with Draymond. He's a wild card. Exactly. That is exactly true there. I mean, it is what it is at this point. Like, I haven't, like, it is what it is. But, yeah, no. I, I think that based on, and based on the Celtics, based on the Celtics series, like, that's, this series definitely will go seven. I mean, I was, I was kind of joking with Paiska about, like, oh, right, this series is a wash. The Bucks don't have Middleton. I don't know if he took me seriously or not, but the thing is, though, is, like, 
even without Chris Middleton, like the Bucks are still showing like, Hey, we've got like pieces here. Like we can get the job done potentially. So like, but, but the thing is though, is the Celtics are just a complete team. Like the Celtics are a complete team as well. I mean, Tatum Brown, Robert, uh, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, Peyton Pritchard, you know, got just like, just like deaf players, role players, the star, like complimenting the stars, and and like I said on the last podcast, since January they've been one of the best defensive teams in basketball and one of the best overall teams in basketball. So the Celtics have a good chance to win. I'm gonna, I think they'll beat the Bucks in advance to the conference finals, but I guess we'll just see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've been more intrigued, and in, as soon as the hockey playoffs started, I haven't cared about basketball at all. To be honest, I'm more worried about hockey, um, just because like. Basketball just be, has become so boring and predictable. Yeah, that's the issue with this. Like you see, like these hockey playoffs right now. It's like you don't know what's going to happen in most of the series, minus one, two of them actually. Um, yeah, two but, of them. Yeah. But then you see, like in basketball, it's like all the like the top four seeds made it out of the first round in both conferences. Exactly. Whereas in hockey, who knows what can happen? Right. Exactly, and that's why that's why it just becomes as boring to watch, is because like. You know what's going to happen, so it's like, what's the point of watching? Yeah, no, exactly. You, you, you because well, when the Eastern, play- if if the Eastern Conference, if we get a Miami Celtics matchup, um, I think that'll be a great series, and or even a Miami Milwaukee matchup. But I think Milwaukee will have the edge in that series. Yeah, I mean the thing is though is like you're kind of like what I was gonna say here is like when the playoffs come, you expect a more you expect um you expect more intent you expect more intensity you expect like more physical play you expect like it's not the right it's not that the regular season is meaningless because like it it, it is but it isn't at the same time I mean some games are some get most of them aren't but in the playoffs it's just a different overall atmosphere but yet for basketball the last for basketball, I can't remember the last time I've actually like enjoyed. I think the last time I've like thoroughly enjoyed a basketball series was probably three or four years ago. Like I didn't enjoy like the bubble play, like the bubble playoffs. I really didn't enjoy last year's playoffs. I mean. I guess I would say I kind of like Nets. I, I enjoyed watching Nets Bucks like last year. But other than that, like there wasn't really anything special about like the like there wasn't really anything special about the playoffs last season for the NBA. Like I would say more well, I mean, besides the fact that we get solid two new teams in the finals, that was really it. That exactly, yeah. The Buck yeah, I the Bucks and the Suns. I mean that was I mean other than that, that was it. I, I, I really think I haven't enjoyed a play like multiple playoff series in a single NBA playoffs in maybe about three or four years. But I mean, it is what it is. That's just my personal opinion. Anybody that's listening to this could disagree with me. I it, it's a whatever there on my it's a whatever there. Like if you disagree, you disagree. So to each their own, I guess. Um. I guess so. We then I guess so. Let's shift over to the NHL playoffs. We are in round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. All the ser- like all the series pretty much like start like game game are either in game are either in game one. I've either finished game one or finished game two. Like half the half of the first round will be starting game three tomorrow. 
tonight is game two for the other half of the uh, of the first round series. And I mean, I don't want to go into the fucking Preds just yet. That, I, <laughs> fuck it. That was fu- that. They're an embarrassment. Just to, just wave the white flag and um, actually no, fuck it. I'll go into the Preds. Nashville, wave the white flag. Call the series. Call the season. Get the fuck out. Colorado just advanced on the bye. Please. I, um, I we, see. I agree. Like clearly, I agree with you because you mean you've talked about this. But I do think if um, Saros comes back, if I don't know if what his timetable is on the injury, like if he could be back by game three when they're in Nashville, I think they might be able to steal one game, maybe two tops and make it a six game series. But without Saros, this team is done. No, this team is done. That's like, what happens. Like, play your goalie 60 games a season. Yeah, I mean, I, like like I said, I think maybe they can steal one, if not two, if Saros comes back. But if he doesn't, they're screwed. I mean, we saw um, they just got dominated by Colorado on a Tuesday night. Or, yeah, Tuesday night. Tuesday um, night. Probably going to get dominated again tonight while we're um, – right, But, we're I mean, we going. also saw Tampa. But, I mean, that's a different situation. We saw Tampa get dominated, and we saw Minnesota get dominated. Both Tampa and Minnesota went out and won their game. But it's under different circumstances where they're not playing the best teams. Exactly. They're not. I mean, I mean, Tampa got Tampa got shut out 5-0 in game one, and they ended up winning. What did they, they end up winning? What did they end up winning last night? Who? Uh, Tampa? Yeah. They, who, 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 I think it was 5-3. Uh, 5-3. All right. Yeah. So they won the game. I know they were up 5-1 at one point. I, I, I knew they were up 5-1 and I kind of shifted away from that game there. And then Minnesota, they won 6-2-2, game 2 cuz they lost they lost um, game 1. They they lost game 1 bad, but yeah. then they won then they won game 2. Ericsson had a Ericsson, yeah, it was 6-2, I believe. Yeah, Ericsson had two goals and an assist and everybody thought he had a hat trick and he threw his hat and they threw their hats on the ice and they had to pick up the hats, but then Krill the Thrill Kaprizov scored a hat trick. He got a hat trick finally. <laughs> yeah, he I mean, that game was fun to watch cuz I like Minnesota in this series. Um it was just the first game St. Louis is dominating every aspect. They are out hitting, they were out shooting. Um, when they played defense, like they were getting the puck right back. Whereas Minnesota struggled on defense, and they were just being, it was just out physical. I mean, Flurry couldn't really do much in game one. I was kind of shocked they went back to him in game two, but I mean, good on them there. That was clearly the right call. Hey, I mean, my thought. Hey, I mean, you know, I, I, I we talked about it like before game two for the uh, Edmonton series, like you know, just going, uh, shifting away from Minnesota. Mike Smith didn't look that great in game one, and they went with Mike Smith in game two. Uh, kind of like the same thing here with Flurry. And I said, I, I don't know about this, like going back with Mike Smith. But, hey, Edmonton ended up shutting up the Kings 6-0 last night. So what the fuck do I know? Shit. Um, I mean, you know, I think it was the right call to go back to Smith as well. Um, just based on the fact of how Mike Smith finished the season and how dominant uh, Edmonton was coming in and kind of riding Mike Smith. So I think it would have been a wrong time to step away from him there. Um, and it kind of would have thrown it off because you clearly in the playoffs don't want to see like a goalie situation like we saw with Vegas um, last year and um, even two years ago. Um, so I'm, kind of, I'm happy they stuck with him and let uh, Mike Smith ride it out. Um, I mean, it was just really a dominant win by the Oilers. And let's be honest, LA is not that good. They're, to me, kind of like a a glorified AHL team that 
uh, kind of played in, I would say. They played their hearts e- out to get the playoffs. Yeah, and I would say probably the easiest conference in hockey. Yeah, they played their hearts out to get to the playoffs. I mean, kudos to them to getting to the playoffs. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, de- I, I definitely prefer them over Vegas, although – uh, although because although because Nashville's fucked it up against the f- shitty Coyotes at the end of the se- regular season, um, uh, I would prefer to see Vegas in the playoffs now. Um, uh, but no, LA, LA had a good season. I mean, the Pacific Division was just like in t- the Pacific. It was Division- top heavy, and then after that, kind of yeah, fizzled out. Yeah, I mean, because you could have between the, between the Kings, the uh, Golden Knights, and Vancouver, you could have just really interflopped those three teams to get that last spot in the Pacific. Yeah, no, exactly. There, I mean, just I mean, it could have been, it could have gone any way. There, I mean, the Kings ended up, you know, taking that spot in the Pacific. Kings ended up taking that spot in the Pacific there um, to get their matchup against Edmonton. And I mean, it is what it is there. I mean, series, the series is one, one going back to a lot of the series is one, one going back to Los Angeles. So, I mean, so we'll see what happens. So we'll see what happens there in that series. I mean, Edmonton, I think Edmonton's going to win the series. I don't know whether or not it'll be in five or six, just based on like how I, it's always the same with Edmonton. You, you look at Edmonton on paper and it's like, there's no way they can't fuck this up. Then they fuck it up one, then they fuck it up one game. And then it's like, oh shit, maybe they're going to bottle it or fuck it up in the series. Like, but, the, and it happens. And it happens well, it's still, it still can happen because I really thought Edmonton was going to make light work of this Kings team and LA ended up sealing game one. And that's huge for LA now. Now they're good to go back to um, home ice advantage for the next two games with an even series. Whereas I thought they were going to be heading back home with down 0-2. So this changes up the series completely, especially with, we all know, Edmonton's um, mishaps in playoffs in recent years. So it's like they're going to have to get over that kind of like um, that mental aspect of it. And same thing with kind of like when we talk about Toronto, they're going to have to get over the same thing right now. So they have to get over – Edmonton's going to have to get over this mental aspect because we've known their struggles in playoffs under McDavid. And so it's like I hope they get through. Um, I hope that I mean well I I, I know you want, I know you hope they get through because <laughs> you 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 don't want to get a tattoo of uh, another team's logo anywhere sir um uh, but the thing is there is like yeah no I mean they could potentially find a way to like lose this series I mean like I said the Canes are like they're they're an inspired team I mean and they got one of the world's greatest goaltenders Jonathan Quick is playing like 2013, 2014 Jonathan Quick right now. And I am not like, I want the Oilers to win the series, but seeing that kind of frightens me. And I'm just like, well, where the fuck did this come from? Like you have not been good for the, he has not been like very, he is from what I've seen from the Kings the past couple of seasons, that is not the Jonathan Quick I expected coming into this playoff to the playoffs here. But the thing is, though, is like he has been much better this season compared to the past couple seasons. So I, you know, may may maybe like Jonathan Quick is just like found. I've, Jonathan Quick has just found a fountain of youth of youth somewhere that has like helped him revitalize his career. I'm convinced of it. He probably just went somewhere in the in the desert, somewhere in the desert in 
God knows where, maybe Arizona or New Mexico, and just found some fountain of youth, and he's keeping it all to himself. Well, and don't forget, last year, last year he was hurt. He only played twenty-two uh, games. Um, like so, I mean that if you have that in your mind, that's why. I mean, he wasn't. He was just like, over five hundred last year, but he was injured. Um, because he typically is around a forty-five uh, game goalie. And 2017, remember he was hurt again. So I think you kind of have that aspect of it with LA not being good. You kind of forget Jonathan Quick has been injured. Um, so like I, said, I have kind of forgotten about that. I mean, I mean, the thing is though is like they have not LA has not been good. I mean, but like I said, they're a good team. Like I, I said, like in the regular season, I said they could be a dark horse in the Pacific, and well, here they are. I mean, I got one thing right. Um. I got one thing going for me. I kind of do hope they go through, though. Like, if they do beat Edmonton, I do have the Purple Kings jersey. They're uh, reverse retros that I will be rocking throughout the playoffs now. Um, Just so we are aware. Ah, I've been rocking the Oilers. I'm just not rocking it now because I need the Oilers to go through for uh, my body. I've been rocking the Oilers jersey for Oilers games. uh, And I was rocking a Chicago Blackhawks shirt the other night. Yeah, you were rocking a Chicago Blackhawks shirt the other day, and I'm like, I don't think they're in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but like, <laughs> but like yesterday, I was wearing a Buffalo Sabres T-shirt, at like, uh, like, I, like I, I think I sent a like at my Sabres hoodie when I went to the Amherst game, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, the Sabres aren't in the playoffs, but their farm team is close enough, I guess. Um, uh, but that, hey, it is what it is there with that. Um. One series, another series that the Flames are going to make light work of Dallas. I hope Dallas is a boring team to watch. Like they had 16 shots on goal against Mark, uh, against Jacob Markstrom in game one, and they got shut out one nothing. I really hope that Calgary just makes like light work of them and sends them home in four. We don't need, I don't need to see Dallas in the playoffs anymore. They are right. boring. And they're, they are really just a one line team. They have, just that top line of Sagan, um, Sagan, Ben, and um, I don't even know who the other guy is on the top line. I couldn't tell you because I don't follow it. There's th- this is a top line that's really all they have. They're not very deep because after that line gets off to the ice, it's so boring to watch. Um, and Calgary's just too good. But I am close. I I am shocked that game was as close as it was. Um, to be honest, I mean. It, I mean, Ottinger only faced 25 shots that game. It was yeah. very just a boring, boring game to watch, especially with these games being on at 10 o'clock at night. It's yeah, a tough watch to stay up, up for. Yeah, if you're staying up, if you're staying up past midnight to watch to watch Dallas and Calgary, then uh, go to bed. Please get some. Go just go straight to bed. Or if you are a sicko and decide to watch that, please get some help sometime soon in the future, sometime in the near future, please. I'll, because- get, I'll get the help after the playoffs. Then, Cause I'm a sicko that stays up for these games. <laughs> I did not stay. Least- oh, I, I know. I said, I will try to as much as I can, but I, 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 I was, my, my eyes were like, it was like, it, it was like watching man United, like when Louis van Gaal was manager and I'm just like, how the fuck can I sustain watching this shit? This is torture. I would rather watch paint dry. It's less depressing. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, shifting over, like, 
Let's see here. I mean, we've covered Edmonton. We covered uh, the Wild and Blues. We said the Preds suck. They should just go home, wave the white flag, put Vegas in for all I give a shit. It'd be a more entertaining series. Uh, let's shift over to the East. Toronto, Tampa, 1-1 going back to uh, going back down to Tampa. Uh, the Lightning, as mentioned, like as mentioned, losing five nothing in game one. They come back, win five three in game two. Um, so far, so good of a series. I mean, game one, I mean, just a dominant performance from Toronto. Game two, pretty entertaining game. Um, I think that was that was a game the Lightning can just wipe off and forget about. I mean, this team has now won back-to-back cups, and they're looking to make another fire run in the playoffs. And at this point, you just have to look at this team and be like, they've just played so much hockey in the past three years now. This team is uh, fucking exhausted. This team, it's, it's. I don't know. Like, that's why like, I, I do see this Lightning team getting out of the first round just based on the fact that they really dominated based the league. Test. It's can't. Yeah, and I mean, you finally saw, you saw Hedman and Kucherov finally show up. They decided to come play in the play in the playoffs now. Um, and I, I just don't think like. Toronto's going to be able to get over this like mental hurdle they need to of getting out of the first round because you know this is dawning on them, especially with that media up there in Toronto. They're going to be ragging on them for this, um, especially if they don't take any when they go down to Tampa. No, if they don't take they any go, games. And if they go back into Toronto, forget if they go back into Toronto for yeah, for game five, yeah, it's two, two, one, 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 right? Uh, yep. Yeah, so if they go back into Toronto and for Game Five, down three games to one, oh fuck the committee! The Canadian media is going to be all over them. It is going to be a shit show. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll pull Game Five out of their ass, and they'll pull Game Five out of their ass if that happens. But I don't want to get too ahead. I I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. But but it also does help though for Toronto. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, that Marner finally got. He got his got a point in the first game, and then last night he goals and gets a goal and an assist. So he finally got that off his back. He's he showing up. What was that? He's actually showing up. Yeah. He, so at least he has that monkey off his back. Um, I do think this series could go all the way. Um, I just really? think that, yeah, I do think this series could possibly go all the way. I do. I think they go down to Tampa and they both take one and one. Um, but then it'll just be a best of three there. Yeah, and I just think Tampa with the experience, um, and Toronto just still having that like hurdle because you know if they, if this goes to Game Seven, then that that's going to be all over all that team's mind. Just can we actually get out of the first round? And because like I said, being at the home crowd there with the media, how they are in Toronto is going to that's just going to hurt the team. And so I do think Tampa gets through in this round. Um, but this series has been, I mean. But the two games were not exciting to watch just based on the fact that both of them were really kind of blowouts. And, I mean, Toronto got two goals in the third period the other night and last night, excuse me. So it's just kind of like it, both games are kind of blowouts. And so it's, I'm ex- curious to see what's going to happen when these two teams actually play each other good. And I just think Tampa is so much deeper than them. And, <laughs> and then to add the fact that they just have the better goaltender on the other side. Tampa definitely has the better goaltender. They're definitely deeper. I mean, we always talk about how Toronto's like just top heavy, and then they just sign AHL guys to like one year, five hundred thousand dollar contracts or whatever it is there, and just fill up the squad that way because that's what Dubas Dubas has been doing for years. Yeah. 
there. And uh, we've seen them not play defense at all through the regular season. We saw a lot of their games like and their goaltending is like, terrible. Their goaltending is terrible. They don't play defense and they kind of they try to play like teams all season like in marathons where it's like, "All right, let's just see who can score more." Whereas in playoffs, that's just not going to work. That's just not going to fucking work, especially against Tampa. I mean, Tampa's got the better team like shit. I mean, I, I mean, hey, it, it worked for game one, but it's not going to work. Like, it's not going to work the rest of the series. Like, Tampa, Tampa, like, yeah, they lost game one. But the thing is, though, is, like, when they won game two, like, winning game two, like, that shifted momentum back in their favor, in my opinion, because – they oh, 100% are, going back they down. Are 15 and, they are 15 and 0 like after losing after losing games in like in the past like three going back to when they won the cup in the in the bubble playoffs. Well, yeah, that, that's they, all on Vasilevsky. He has not lost um every time he's been in playoffs, he has or since the bubble, he has not lost back to back games in the playoffs. No, 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 15 and 0, like after a loss. You cannot bury this team. And you really think Toronto's going to bury this team? I say the series is over in six at most. I don't think it goes seven. See, I do think this goes a distance just based on the fact that what Matthews can do. I mean, he's thinking about it. He's thinking about his future home in Arizona already. I mean, him and Arizona State's campus like that, just uh, nah, I'm not going to joke about that as much now. But uh, no. No, he wants, I mean, he does want to be. And he's already well on his way to going down as the best leaf of all time. And I do think he cares about that. So he's going to do everything he can to get this team out of the first round. Because I do think if they go over that first round hurdle, I would not want to see this team in the second round. Oh, God, no, I would not. At I mean, that point, like you would, it's just a matter of fact if they can actually do it or not, which I don't think they can, especially like having to play the defending champs. But then, like, I also, I already like alluded to this, it's like, Tampa has played so much hockey in, um, ever since the bubble season because they won the back-to-back cups. So realistically, they've almost played three full seasons at this point if you add up all the games that they had to play through that, including like the preseason and stuff. Like I said, they're exhausted. But the thing is, though, they just have that mentality to get it done. I mean, we'll see what happens as the series goes on, obviously. Uh, in the first game, they, they, looked, they looked exhausted. They looked like they were partying all night before in Toronto. Well, they may have been. You never know. Uh, you you never really know, honestly. But again, we'll see what happens as the series goes on. Um, probably like what like most entertaining series, like overall, like what I think will be like Penguins and Rangers. I mean, game one, triple overtime victory for the Penguins on the road after losing after going down to their third string goaltender. I mean, that was just a crazy game back and forth to go back and forth all around. Right, I forgot Jari wasn't playing. I completely nope. for game one. I completely, I completely forgot he was injured. Yeah, yeah, Jari's injured, and the, the Smith is now injured. Louis Domingue started game two. Yeah, game it's, not, it's not looking pretty. Game two is out of hand. No, game two is out of hand right now. It is five to two, and I think somebody's gonna potentially get tossed, uh, throwing a punch like out of nowhere, like with the ref there. I mean, fuck, I would, I would put him in the box. I would just for shits, but. Um, uh, no, game two is out of hand. They're going to be there. This series is going to be one, one going back to Pittsburgh and barring any collapse here, but this is a series that I fully accept. I, I, just because of how they play back and forth. I mean, like we looking at how they played against each other in a regular season. I can see this. I can see this series going seven, especially if Pittsburgh actually figures out their goalie situation. Um, 
loved or not, like hopefully like that's what's gonna hurt them. I think is I don't think the series goes seven now. The fact that they're in goalie trouble. Yeah, I wish I would have known about the goalie trouble when before I decided to put a two dollar bet on them for the cup, buddy. It's only two dollars. I don't want to hear it. True, it's not even my <laughs> free money still from Caesars. I mean, I haven't put any money into. I haven't put any money into gambling. Right, I mean, especially if the Smith doesn't come back, this series might be done in five. I don't know. I don't know how the Smith injury is looking. I have not heard an update about because I know Domingue is still or Domingue. How do you pronounce it? Louis Domingue. Yeah, he's in that. Clearly, he hasn't showed up tonight. No, he has not. I mean, I, I, I mean, everybody thought like when he got put in, like the game was gonna be over and the Rangers were gonna win. But I mean, they stole game. Penguins stole game one. I mean, it is what is there for that. But, I mean, um, then again, I also – now I'm going to sound like an idiot because I'm going to go back on myself here. Forgetting one big key aspect of this series is the fact that Cindy Crosby still wears a Pittsburgh Penguins uniform, and he is a guy that knows how to win in playoffs. This is true. This is very, very true. I mean, this game – I mean, hey, two in, they're going down for two in Pittsburgh. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. I mean, Crosby, Malkin, Latane. I mean, like, it, it's just a matter of, like, how, like, it's just a matter of, like, what, what they all can do because, let's be honest, season vets like that on your team, they, like, they know the experience, they know what the experience is like. They've been there, been there, done that before. Um, I'm not discrediting the Rangers at all because they have been a very good hockey team this, this season, and they have, all, they also probably have the Vesna Trophy winner in net, and, Shesterkin will also probably get some MVP votes as well. And if he doesn't, I think he'll be ashamed. But that's just my opinion there. And But again, I think like barring barring Pittsburgh's goalie situation, series goes the distance. If Pittsburgh has goalie issues, series is over five. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I agree. Five or six. I mean, there's yeah. no way that. Pittsburgh gets out of the first round, unfortunately, with and especially since they're facing Shesterkin and the other dad, who is the best goaltender in the league right now. Exactly, exactly. Uh, let's shift over to the – let's shift over to, well, Boston for game of uh, – to Boston. They're down 2 now. They're down 2-0 against Carolina. And, well, I mean, I kind of – I'm not going to lie. I kind of expected that. I mean, Boston's old, like – they they really I don't care like what their point total was or anything in the regular season or anything like that. But Carolina's a better team in my opinion compared to the two. Um I think Boston goes home and I think Boston goes home in four or five. Um I think Boston goes home in four. I'd be okay with that. I mean I'll, right. so through their season series and now including overtime, Boston has only scored three goals against Carolina. Yeah, that's whole season, whereas Carolina has scored like thirty something goals. Yeah, I think it's like thirty one or thirty two or something like that. It's insane. Like scored thirty two, conceded three, and all in like all games this season is just like preposterous. Like it's insane. It's almost like it's almost like man. It's almost like Man City like against Watford like stats over the past like five years or whatever. You you see that like they score like. Like forty goals over the past like five years against Watford, only concede like two or three or whatever. But that's like what I think about like right there. It's preposterous. But I mean, no, Boston's going home. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I really, uh, that 
this series is actually a series I really have not paid attention to, mainly just because I can't. I don't let like every time I watch Boston, I always get annoyed because they always find, those fuckers always find a way to win. But when I don't watch them, they lose. So I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna watch them because they're gonna lose. I already know it. And lo and behold, I haven't watched their two games, and they're down 2-0. I'm not going to watch game three. I'm not going to watch. I mean, if they're down 3-0, I'll watch game four, and I'll say, see you motherfuckers when you lose, because that's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, all these series, I think, have been entertaining besides really one. I, I No, the Nashville series, fuck, no. That's, no. that's about it, because, like, even though the Hurricanes have dominated, at least Boston's a good team where they can put up a fight. Yeah. But they need to score more than three, a total of three goals. Or at least just prevent Carolina from scoring a goal. But but their goal is situ- Boston's goalie situation is not that great either. No, it's not. I mean, well, I see. Bring back, I bring back Tim Thomas. See, I don't think I like their goalie situation. It's just they haven't played good yet. I, no, mean, they, I think I love Swayman and Allmark, but they just haven't showed up yet. No, Allmark, Allmark doesn't know what the playoffs are. This is new territory for him. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. I mean, fuck, he's, yeah. But no, I think, I don't know. I I think, I do think Boston has done in this series. Um, And I said they'll be sweet. I'm going to stick by that. But this is a good team, so it's at least a fun series to watch. It'll be a fun series to watch them get swept. No, that's understandable there. Um... Fuck. What other series am I missing? Oh, the Caps and Panthers. Uh, Washington stealing game one. Uh, your boy Tom Wilson uh, had a very entertaining like minute and 31 seconds before he got injured and missed game, and is missing game two. Scored a goal. Um, but Florida, the, the Florida game two, game two is already a wash at this point for for, for that series too. Florida's up five one from from what from what I'm seeing here at, at the end of two. So they're gonna go back to Washington one one barring a. Uh, I'm shocked it's going back one one. So am I. I. I thought Florida would be up two uh, would be up two zero. Uh, and personally, I, I thought most like, people did. I've ah just comes down to the experience, I guess. Like, I mean, Florida, I mean, this Florida team, like, yeah, I mean, this Florida team, I know we talked about it, like, during game one, like, they were, they were good, they were a very good team, like, last year, too, I mean, this, this year's team is much better, but, I mean, Tampa was, Tampa just had the experience, like, in that series last year with the Battle of Florida, and they were just, and, and that, and in the end, it just proved to be the difference there, and whereas Washington, like, has the experience of, like, being in the playoffs, like winning a cup, like winning the cup. I mean, they still have Ovechkin, um, obviously. I think that's why they stole Game One. It was for that reason that you're just naming right now. Yeah, that's like why it's that's why they stole Game One. I mean, Game Two, like right now, Florida's they Florida's showing like why they're one of the best teams in the National Hockey League tonight, and that's pro- and eventually, like I think Florida will win the series. But I was expecting like a sweep. But I mean, if Washington can going into Washington for games three and four, I think if Washington can, the series will probably be over in five or six, barring if Washington takes game three or four. But that's about it on my end there. I mean, again, a series that like I wasn't expecting to be one one, but 
here we are. And this is why, like, this is like why I, this is why you and I prefer the N, N, uh, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs over the NBA playoffs, the unpredictability. Yeah, exactly. It's exciting. And it's like, they, uh, you see these teams actually play hard. Exactly. But you, it, you actually get to see teams like genuinely want to kill each other. Oh uh, yeah. I won't go that far, but yeah, they're physical, aggressive playoff hockey. I mean, I mean, you saw in game, you saw in game, you saw like in game one, uh, Tampa, Toronto, like they went at it. Game one, Dallas and uh, Calgary, they went at, they went at it with two separate fights at the end of, at the end of, at the, at the end of uh, period there. Uh, in fact, like one of those, in fact, like two of those guys got t- the one fight after the, the fight after the fight, both those guys got tossed. Um, in fact, I think Dallas said that they're going to like go after Dallas actually came out and said like, they're going to go after the cat, like the couple Calgary players in game two. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably not a fucking good idea. You're, you're probably, you try that. You're going to get your asses kicked, but Hey, I'm here for it at this point. Why not? I hear they need something to give them a fucking morale boost to try to get a game in the series. They need divine intervention. And I thought, see, and I thought there, and I thought, and I thought fucking Daryl Suter hockey was boring as shit. I mean, it can be sometimes, but. But he's got two cups, so. Yeah, Dallas, this Dallas team, Dallas hasn't won a cup since 99. We were only two, by the way. I'm, I, I don't care anymore. I was not, three. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I was like two. I cried but, on my stairs. I remember that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I remember being like somewhere in the living room I, uh, in June of 1999 or whatever. Um, uh, I'm bull like whatever bullshit. I don't know. I, 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 I um, uh, my grandparents may have been in the house. I know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I was like two, but it is what is there. Um, but yeah, no, like, Overall, with the playoffs, most of the series are expe- are going how we. Some of the series are going how we expected. Some are not. Um, but again, it's the unpredictability. It's the physicalness. It's the aggressiveness. It's what we come to see in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, blue. I mean, two best series in my opinion. Like our Penguin, like Penguins, Rangers, Blues, Wild are going to be the two most entertaining series of the first round, in my opinion. Both well, and, are- I, and you could throw Lightning and the Leafs in there as well, I think. Yeah, we'll see what happens in game. We'll see what happens in Tampa. But, yes, you're not wrong. I mean, the quality of the players definitely shows, like, it can be a, a very entertaining series on both teams. So, you're not wrong there. Again, we'll just see what happens because – Obviously, like I can't gaze into my crystal ball and say the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to lose like games three, four, and five, and it's going to be another first round exit for them. And I can't gaze into my crystal ball and say that the uh, New York Rangers are going to go into Pittsburgh, win games three and four, come back home for game five, up three games to one, or anything like that. I mean, See, I, I, I mean, I, if I had to, if I had to call one series over, like a a series over now. Oh my fucking lord! Kick his ass! You fucking took out Shesterkin, you son of a bitch! Oh my god! Well, I'm a little delayed. So I'm going to see it in a second. <laughs> For those listening to the podcast. 
We are recording during an actual game right now, as mentioned. Igor Shesterkin just got taken out. Oh, shit. I just saw it. Scumbag move. Scumbag move. Oh, my God. I, uh, is that Jeff Carter? Fuck you, Jeff yeah. Carter. Oh, and Shesterkin's down still? Fuck. Oh, he's getting up. He's getting up. I think he may have just gotten the wind knocked out. I mean, like, he got taken out, but holy fucking shit. He's getting up. He's moving. The ref should fucking just let him go. Let the ref should just go. Look at this shit. Holy fuck. He comes out of the net, and then Carter just does that shit. That was cheap as fuck. Yeah, and there we go. Oh, yeah, ref should just let him go. Look at Crosby going in there. Look at Sid. He's like, you don't mess with Jeff. <laughs> Kick him out of the game. Suspend him. Give him a game sussy. Give him a game sussy. Yeah, no. If, man, if this was fucking basketball, they're calling. If this was basketball, they're calling a flagrant two and suspending and suspending Carter for four games. Fuck. Oh, that was terrible. He could have. He could have got out of the way. Jesus Christ. Well, Alicia Sturkin's back in net. All right. Well, that see, unpredictability, aggressiveness. So, yeah, if Sturkin went down there, like he was out, I would have switched. I would have switched my pick to Pittsburgh going through. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Holy fuck. Well, gone. Is he gone? Is he tossed? I think he's tossed. Well, I yeah. think he's. I think he's just tossed because there's only two minutes left in the game. Oh, 100%. They're down 5-2. to two. They're not scoring any goals here. I mean, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've got to talk. Yeah, we've got to talk to you. We've got to talk to you here. Let him know what's going on. Nah, you don't need to do that. Like, we know what's happened. Like, he's gone. It's two minutes left. Game sussy coming. Maybe a two-game sussy. I'd, I'd give him a two-game sussy. That's just me. Oh, shit. See? Unpredictability, aggressiveness, physicalness. Stanley Cup playoffs, everybody. Who the fuck would have, who the fuck would have saw that coming? Oh, God. Rangers should just, like, fucking... The Rangers bench should just came out and just said, fuck it, we're just going to beat the shit out of you. I don't care why they didn't go there. Like, you got to drop the gloves right away there. They tried to. It's the end of the game. It's the the end of the game. No, um, because what's-his-face went up to him first and just kind of kept his gloves on kind of pushed him. Um, Was it Fox? Yeah, Fox are just well, Fox isn't, wasn't going to fight, but Fox has bad. No, you got to – at that point, because there's – you couldn't fight now. It would be meaningless. Um, Not not meaningless to fight. It it, it wouldn't be a meaningless penalty because you're, the game's out of hand already, so it wouldn't matter you being in the box, and you'll be come out in two minutes anyway when the game's over. You got to fight there, especially if it's your goal of getting lit up. Exactly, exactly. Just good old-fashioned Donnie Brook. Just imagine if they dropped the gloves like on the face-off. Just like I don't face-off. think they will because Carter's gone. This is true. Somebody just takes out Sid. Jesus Christ, that would be something. Scenes. See, Stanley Cup playoffs. Everybody, you never know what you're gonna get. Um, uh, God, but no, I mean that's kind of like where I stand here with all the with all the playoffs and everything. Um. But, you know, you just got to love playoff hockey, honestly. That's really it there. I mean, other than cheap shot, cheap shots like that, but um, it is what it is. Back to, like, if I actually had to, like, say that a series is over with, though, Nashville, you're done. You, you, you're getting swept. Like I said, wave the white flag. Just get on. Don't even play tonight. They shouldn't even play tonight. Just get on the plane. Go back to Nashville. Don't play games three or four. Just say you forfeit and 
Go on vacation somewhere. Colorado, go take your bites in the next round. Fuck. That series is going to be a wash. Like, it is going to be terrible. I'm not even going to watch it. Uh, I'm going to be a peasant and watch it anyways. Yeah, you're going to be a peasant and watch it because it's hockey and you're a sicko. But it's okay. It's all good. I'm a sicko watching I'm, I'm a sicko watching the Europa League and Europa Conference League. So I And baseball. <laughs> hey, hey, best team in baseball right now. I mean, they have an 11-game win streak. They lost, but I mean, they have an off day today. But they've got Texas. They've got three against Texas, and Texas we, we basically had an off day today. Who'd you play, Cincinnati? <laughs> no, the Phillies kicked our ass ten to two. Oh, yeah, you definitely had a fucking. We, off. we fucking the guys just decided to take off. <laughs> guys just decided. Did they even get on the bus? Fuck, if I know, they might have just the equipment managers out there. <laughs> 10 to 2 against the Phillies. Holy shit. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, that's bad. I was going to say, did you play the Reds? They are terrible. They're terrible. Reds are 3 and 22 on the season. And, um, uh, Sorry, the Bra- we played the Braves lost 9 to 2 yesterday. Sorry. I was going to say. So, yeah, the, yeah, the Braves 9 to 2 yesterday. Sorry. I thought it was today for some reason. So you lost to the Braves. I mean, we're playing the Phillies now. Uh, and are you losing 10 to 2? Um, we're losing seven to three. Oh, it's an off, it's back to back oh, off days. Back to back off days for the guys. It's the top of the ninth right now. Yeah, we lost. You do back to back off days for the Mets. Uh, God, it's only we, eight. We, we, yeah, and we started out the season good. I mean, we're first in the NL East. So you decide to just like tank now and then like say like after the All Star break. At, at least they're gonna over. save my misery for now. Like if they start losing, I'll, I'm not gonna get my hopes up too much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, I mean, speaking of getting your hopes up, let's shift over to the uh, to the European side of things. What are you yeah. getting my hopes up for this? So you you're crazy. You're getting your hopes up thinking Liverpool's actually going to lose this game. Liverpool's going to win a maximum of one trophy this season, and it's going to be the League Cup. But forget that. What the no? F- fuck off. <laughs> let's keep it clean for now. Let's keep it clean for now. We don't need to go into the argument. No, you, you know, you're trying to piss me off. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, I mean, the thing is, there is like going into the Champions League. I had, I, I, I was hopeful when they took when Villarreal took the two zero lead in the second leg, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe we've got, maybe there's a chance. But the thing is, though, is like, all right, there's no fucking shots. Like when Liverpool scored like their first, I'm like, yeah, no, the game is, game is over. Forget it. Um, Liverpool's into the Champions League final. But the second semifinal, Real Madrid against Manchester City, that was definitely something there. I mean, for practically 90 minutes, I mean, Real Madrid were done and dusted. And then Carlo Ancelotti just, like, raises an eyebrow, and Rodrigo scores two goals, and it goes to extra time. And I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck happened here? But nonetheless, I think this would be – as much as City and Liverpool are probably the two best teams in European football, I'm actually glad that it's not City and Liverpool. And not just because I'm a Man United fan, obviously, but I think that Liverpool and Real Madrid will be a better final anyways, just because like City and Liverpool know each other too well. And all English finals like in the Champions League have tended to be disappointing. I mean, last year, Man City and Chelsea, that was a boring final. 2019, it was a boring final. Even in 2008, like back when United played Chelsea, then that was ter- that was a boring final too, going to Pens. So I'm actually glad that it's 
I'm actually glad that it's not an all English final because of that. And at the same time, like the quality of players that both Real Madrid and Liverpool have, like, I mean, Liverpool, like quality all across the board, Allison, Van Dyke, uh, Fabinho, Mane, Salah, Luis, Luis Diaz. Diaz was a, what a signing. Luis Diaz is probably the signing of the season for you guys. Uh, uh, he's probably thinking Tottenham. He's probably thinking like, I am so glad I did not go to Tottenham right now. Um, Every time he touches the ball, it looks like he's like playing like against like shit guys in like a Sunday league. Like every touch he has is just so just. It's majestic. It's honestly majestic. I mean, the recruitment that Liverpool have done over the past few years, like has been amazing. I, I mean, like I give the club props mainly just because like their recruitment, like knows who to bring in for the club. They're just not signing anybody anyone just because they know they have the money to unlike some clubs that i know um uh see i'm roasting my own club but the thing is there is that with with the final itself i mean liverpool liverpool quality players i just named but then real madrid i mean like benzema's having a fantastic season like he's got 44 goals in 44 games um, he's got 16 he's got 15 or 16 goals in the Champions League alone this season and then just like the class of like their midfield crew uh, Tony Cruz um, Luka Modric and Casemiro and then they've got at 19 year old Eduardo Camavinga and Rodrigo Vinicius Jr as well and the thing is there is like we're not even going into the defense like their defense is like old, except for David Alaba, but uh, David Alaba. But like Ferland Mendy's been playing a good. Like I, I, I'm actually excited for this final. I really am. I and and I hope like I don't. I didn't watch the 2018 final because I had to work that day, sadly. But I'm hoping. I, I I'm hoping like from what I remember from the 2018 final, like it's better than the 2018 final. I know you definitely want it to be better than. The yeah, I was down. I I was down in Mexico with my brother and my dad, and we watched the final at like one of like the bars down there, and um, it was just. I mean, well, Salah got hurt like five minutes into the game, um. I mean, at that point, we had um, definitely not the quality of team we have now because you know, uh, uh, Carius was the starting goaltender. If you remember that, he was starting in that final. He blundered two goals. Then you had Bale score that um, over the head bicycle kick, and it was just like, just the stars really just aligned for Real that night. And it was without the quality of the team we have now. I mean, at that point. Um, Van Dyke was just at the team for, I think, half a season at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even remember who he started in the midfield at that point. It would have been Henderson. When now the maybe, I don't even know if he was a starter at that point in that season. Um, Yeah, we had Ox and it it just clearly like the quality is different. And I uh, do think Liverpool are favorited to win this game, like in my opinion. And I think like, that's what the betting is saying as well. If you look at the lines right now, but yeah, um, Liverpool have been favored, like one of the favorites to win the competition overall. As the as the as the competition like got towards the end, their odds to win it have increased heavily for them as a favor as a betting favorite. So it's understandable there for that. Um, 
I'm just glad that Real Madrid is in the final because I can ha- I have a future bet. I made a future bet for them to win, and that's still open. F- and that's still open for me. Well, it's so, gonna it's gonna die. It's gonna die. It's yeah. gonna die April 28th. So April 28th, May 28th. Excuse me. I was gonna say, um, uh, buddy, April 28th. <laughs> you know what I meant? Relax. Hey, Jesus, buddy, buddy. Um, jeez. Uh, no, it's not gonna die. Um, uh, I, I'm just upset that we can't watch the game. You're together. You're gonna be on a golf course in Chautauqua, and I'm gonna have to find somebody. Else. So I'm gonna have to find some friends to watch it with because couple of my friends one of my friends in Syracuse told me that they have to work that day and I'm just like well who the fuck do I watch this with who do fuck, who do I watch with who do I watch the game with now I just like, hope uh, the golf course has Liverpool jerseys on it <laughs> I mean see I mean you know honestly like from when I've gone uh, all the times I've gone golfing in the past couple of years I, I really feel like courses like are relaxed about more relaxed about dress code than like what their websites say yeah they are most of them unless you go to like nice places most of them are um, but I am excited for this final I mean this is probably going to be the best final we've seen in a couple probably since because I didn't even think the Bayern PSG final is that good that was terrible that was a 1-0 win for PS, uh, PS- PSG getting ready to say PSG. And then before they, they the, that, then, it was a one yeah. one for Bayern. And then before the that, before that was the Liverpool uh, Real. Um, before that was Real and Juventus. That was an entertaining final. Actually, yeah. one. That was pretty good. I would say like a pretty entertaining. Uh, that was a pretty entertaining final. But I had to the work most, that the day. Last too. one I can remember is it was the twenty thirteen. It was Bayern and uh, Dortmund. That, that one was okay. Uh, late winner from Robin. I think the 2015 final was actually pretty entertaining. Barcelona and Juventus, like, yeah. Juventus, like, kept their own. But, I mean, it was – Barca- like, Juventus kept their own, but Barcelona, like, ended up, like, prevailing, obviously. But, I mean, it is what it is there. But, no, 16 was boring. That went to Penn. 17 was – 17 was 4-1 to Madrid. But, I mean, like, I didn't watch that one. Um, 18, I didn't get a chance to watch that one either. Um, 19, well, I watched that one with you. That was a, you enjoyed that final. I thought it was, boring. well, I enjoyed it just based on the fact that we went one up right away and then we just watched nothing really happened. We kind of, I think we talked more throughout more of the game than we actually did watching. Just I, yeah, we yeah. We drank so and talked boring. more throughout the game than actually like watched it. And then yeah, the last um, couple of finals just haven't been exciting. So I'm hoping we get the excitement out of this one. Oh, I'm a hundred percent for that because the thing is, though, is like I said, I'm hoping to find some people to go to the to to go somewhere with and watch the game. It just sucks that I can't watch it with you or watch it with my friends in Syracuse. So now I'm like on plan like C at this point because I'm not I'll like download Tinder and just try to meet guys. Oh, you're fucking funny. You're fucking funny. Uh, that's why I've got you for there, buddy. We do do some dirty stuff together when we get to <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, but no, give me your honest uh, opinion. Who, who do you think wins this game? Who do I think wins this game? Yes. Honestly, I mean, we've talked about the past couple weeks that there's only two top teams in the world right now. Yeah, no. Liverpool probably, like, on paper, Liverpool should win the game. But I'm not going to count Real Madrid out just because of the fact that, like, let's be honest, they, they shouldn't be in the final. They should have gotten knocked out by PSG. They should have gotten knocked out against Chelsea. And if they and even getting to Man City, they should have been knocked out by Man City. But 
Carlo just raises his eyebrow, and then all of a sudden Real Madrid score like goals out of nowhere. Well, like, Klopp also just went into halftime, and I don't even know what he said to the team, and we just showed up yesterday or on Tuesday. I'm convinced that Klopp gives hair dryer treatments and like yells at the players, and we just don't know it because everybody just perceives Klopp to be a nice guy. See, I don't think so because I think I saw a comment about it. Um, one of Liverpool players had made a comment about it, basically him in the locker room saying, "If you want to do something special, now's the time." Ah, movie. So he's resorting to like movie like halftime speeches, basically. But, but do you ex- it doesn't shock me from Klopp. No, not really. It's kind. Of, it's like it's like. It's like in Miracle. This is your time. Their time is over. Now that don't beat that speech. Now go out there and take it. Or even like Coach Carter or um, uh, Al Pacino in any or any given sun or Al Pacino in any given Sunday or uh, Friday Night Lights or anything like that. You know, like those coaches and coaches and their speeches and everything like that. But that's what I kind of think about if if that's true about Klopp. But I, for some reason, I could just see Klopp like grilling like some random player for whatever reason. <laughs> like he just like grills into Fabinho for misplacing one pass, and he's like, "You fucking idiot! You misplaced one fucking pass, and all of a sudden, God knows fuck." Like, God knows who on Villarreal would get the ball. I don't even, like, um, uh, Francis Coughlin or whatever. Um, uh, but, no, it's not – I mean, the thing is, though, is, like, it's honestly crazy, like, about, like, where – well, you and I talked about, like, where Liverpool have come from in the past, like, five years. I mean, five I mean, years ago. Three – now our three Champions League final in five years. Um, five years ago, you guys were losing to Stoke 6-1 to one on the last day of the season. Yeah, and like Klopp finally got us back in title races now, um, and it's just an exciting time to be a Liverpool fan, especially like you said, like just where we were five, six years ago. Yeah, no, I mean the thing is, though, and especially is without it, not even spending a lot of money like bigger clubs do. I just said that you're not you're buying you're buying for quality, not quantity, unlike some football clubs that I know. See, I told you I can roast my own football club. I know it's true, <laughs> um, uh, but no, the thing is, there is like. Yeah, they're going for a quadruple. Do I want it to happen? No. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. They have the FA Cup final coming up on Saturday against Chelsea. Then, then, then they've got, then they've got, then they've got three games. They've got three games left in the Premier League season, and they're only a point behind Manchester City. And then, of course, the Champions League final against Real Madrid at the end of the month. So. Who knows, like, what this run-in will have, how this run-in goes. I think that they'll beat Chelsea. I really do, because Chelsea's Chelsea's run of form as of late is just terrible. Um, the games against, the games that they have remaining in the season, I mean, obviously, you've got to worry about Tottenham. Like, other than that, like, other than that, there shouldn't be a problem. But it is what it is, and you just have to hope that Manchester City somehow slip up. And then the Champions League final against Real Madrid. I think on paper, Liverpool will win. I think it'll be a great final, though. I think it'll be like a... I think it'll be like a... I'm hoping for like a 3-2, 4-2 final. That would be great. I would love that. Like, that would be great, honestly. I would love that, but I also might be shitting my pants. You probably would be shitting your pants. Just don't do that on the golf course. They'll probably kick you out. Um, also, the Mets are winning now, by the way. The Mets are winning... Yep, we're up 8-7 now. 
Oh, hey, let's go. Good for Sorry, you. Sorry, I, I know we said we were dead in the water, so. Uh, yeah, good for you. Hey, hey, unpredictability on the podcast. We don't know. We never know what happens. Um, uh, it's not an off day for it's not an off day for the bo- for the boys in Queens, I guess. Shockingly. Shocking! It's April. It's a long. It's May. I mean, um, uh, it's a long season. See, I wish if I was a baseball player and just didn't get to golf in the summer. <laughs> that's why. That's why you just become like a career minor leaguer, like that, like plays like thirty games in the minor leagues a season. That way, like you can just like go to practice, go to games, and then golf on your own time. Yeah. But then you'd also probably have to have like a part-time job to help cover finances. No, that's fine. Yeah, fair enough there. Um, uh, but no, honestly, like I'm excited for the end of the season overall. Like even like I, I told you, I don't give enough. I don't give enough of a shit about Man United. Like as a full, as a neutral European soccer fan, I have thoroughly enjoyed like the end of the line that we're coming to. Pretty much, the end of the line for the Premier League season. The end of the line for the UEFA Cup competitions. Um, I'm a sicko watching Europa League and following the Europa Conference League. Um, I do want to say that, like, Glasgow Rangers in the Europa League final is something that I did not expect after beating Leipzig in their two-legged semifinal. But, I mean... It is what it is there. I'm excited for I'm excited for Glasgow Rangers, you know, small um small Scottish club like in Europe going to a European final first time since 2008. <clears throat> Stevie G brought him back to glory. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I know he's gone. Uh, now, you know what? I know he's gone now, but <clears throat> just you got to mention him if you want to. Yeah, you know, actually I was going to mention him. <laughs> the fucking make- idiot for leaving. I, I, it's hard to disagree. He's a fucking idiot for leaving. I was talking to one of my friends about this. I said, I, first off, Ibrox is a fortress up in Scotland. I mean, Rangers. Waited, he should have waited till Liverpool's job opened up. Yeah, now he's going to have to wait until 2026. Well, and- I, I kind of thought Klopp was going to, I thought he was going to stay for a couple more years. I just didn't know, like, for sure. Because I know he, at one point he did say it was going to be done in 2024. But then his wife talked to him, so then he, uh, extended to 2026 now. Um, so it's a happy day for us, but I don't get why Stevie G didn't win. Cause we all know like he was the next person in line for the job, especially with what he did when he went to Rangers. And like, I think he just wanted to come back to the Premier League. But the thing is though, is Rangers are so much of a better club than Villa. I mean, yeah, the Scottish champ, the Scottish Premier League, obviously like the level of like, the level of quality is not there compared to the Premier League, obviously. But then again, what league is for the most part? Um, but no, like he could have like created like a created like a dynasty like up in Scotland, like dominating the Scottish Premiership. I mean, look at like what they've done under Giovanni van Bronckhorst. I mean, they have like the Scottish Cup final. I think they're in the Scot. No, they're not in the Scottish Cup final. I think they made the semis and lost. But now they're in the European. Now they're in the European final for the first time in fourteen years. And I think to myself, like if Gerard was still here at the club, like he probably would have been doing the same thing. And the thing is, there is he could have probably like done something with the club for years that like Rangers fans haven't experienced since the like since way before like we were born. Because rain like Rangers like in the sixties and seventies and sixties and seventies, like they 
not dominant or like, but they were, they were technically a bigger club than what they are now. Like yeah. All, it's kind of been Celtics league for the most part. Exactly. Exactly. And he ex- like, exactly. So like Gerard's pro I-, I think he's an idiot for leaving in my honest opinion, but I mean, he did start it. So I'll give him that credit, but I'm not going to give him the credit for this. I mean, Van- Van- Giovanni Van Brakhorst, uh, like came into the club and nobody knew like what he was going to do. But the thing is though, is like Rangers have just been an inspired, again, an inspired team. They have good, they have good quality players and they've got, and I'm not saying they beat, they like they beat Dortmund and Leipzig to get to the final. Like nobody expected them to like go past Dortmund. I certainly didn't expect them to go past Leipzig. Um, in the semis, but here they are, and they're going to be playing Eintracht Frankfurt in the Europa League final, and I, I think that they could win it, honestly. Also, Scotland would be pretty, pretty drunk if that actually happened. Holy fuck. Well, why not go into it? But, I mean, they also got a good club standing in their way to win it. Yeah, right. no, exactly. Frankfurt are not a bad club. I mean, they made the semis of the Europa League three seasons ago now when they lost to Chelsea, like in penalties or extra time if i remember correctly mm-hmm. in route to when chelsea won it in 2019 but yeah no without a doubt there, like frankfurt are not a bad team i mean i mean west ham west ham screwed themselves by getting the red card today west ham yeah aaron cresswell is an idiot getting sent off in the 19th minute that that was just stupid and then david moyes got a red as well i'm just like oh you are self-destructing here my friends but um uh it is what it is there um, for the Europa League, I mean, Europa League final, Europa League. Let's be honest; nobody really pays attention to until like the later knockout stages. I just have it on because it's something for me to watch, like in the uh, on a Thursday afternoon. Um, Conference League, I have not been paying attention at all until like the quarterfinals, mainly just because like Leicester City like somehow made it to the semis, but now they're out. And old chum Jose Mourinho finds himself in another European final. <laughs> Granted, it's like Division Three of UEFA club competition, but here, here's 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 Jose in a year in a European final. And you know who's not in the European final? You know Manchester, who's not- Manchester United. No, I'm going with manager. Yeah, bald fraud. Not not in the European final. Hasn't been in the European final in uh, going on twelve, going on eleven years now. Actually, no, going yeah, going on eleven years. Hasn't been in the European final since uh, twenty eleven. He's, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What well, hasn't won a European final since twenty eleven? Hasn't been in the European final since last year. Uh fuck. My, that was the year he won with Messi, right? Yeah, he can't do twenty eleven. He can't do it without Messi. Uh, Didn't he win one with Byron? No, he made four. He made semifinals. He got knocked on the semifinals against Real, Barcelona, and Atletico. Okay, all Spanish teams. Um, uh, I made a mistake there. I he they he obviously made the final last season. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we could really wipe that off because that was a fucking shit show. That was a shit show. But other than that, he hadn't made a, fi- a European final since 2011. Meanwhile, we've got Jose Mourinho, who, you know. Has made a has made a cup final in every club that he has managed. He's the and, goat. He's the goat. And then somehow Tottenham decided, and then for some reason Tottenham decided to fire him before the League Cup final, and then just like shoot themselves not only in the foot but also in the head. 
which was dumb in my opinion, but it is what it is there. I just I just think Tottenham did not want to win a trophy. Does not I think Tottenham does not want to win a trophy anytime soon. I'm convinced they like the memes. They like the memes of them not winning. <laughs> I'm convinced that they do too. They you know what it is? They probably sell the memes like on some dark website that we don't know about, and they just make a huge profit off of it. I'm really convinced of that. Either that or like with these NFTs now, they make the memes into like some underworld NFTs we don't know about and they just sell them on they just sell them on the dark web and Daniel Levy just take just pockets like a boatload of fucking cash. I, they, I wouldn't shock me. I mean this is well, a reasonable explanation for them being absolute dog shit. Exactly, exactly. I, I you know, I, I you know, nice new stadium, quality players, but they just can't get the job done. Um, no, and you would think with the quality of that team, like you're kind of shocked. Like when you look at the players on that team, it's like, why aren't you guys like fighting for a title every year? Uh, you know, upper management, management. I mean, I, you know, could be a combination of the two. Maybe the player may, the player's mentality. That's for sure. I mean, it is, I mean, I'm not a Tottenham fan. I'm glad I'm not a Tottenham fan. I'd be more miserable than I already am as a Man United fan, but still, um, club definitely has always intrigued me, but yeah, I mean, back to Mourinho, I was kind of laughing. Like when Roma made the semis, I'm like, you know, shit, I kind of forgot about Mourinho. I forgot about Roma. I really like, I really did. And the only reason why I say that is because let's be honest. I mean, I don't, fa- I, 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 I pay attention to the Serie A, like only like in, reading and write only in reading and like looking at like my my looking at the foot mob app but not really watching it following it like that so like when when i saw roll a goal against Leicester, i'm like oh fuck Mourinho's still here he's like that i said to one of my friends he's like that one girl that like you try to forget about but just doesn't seem to fucking go away and just pops up from time to time and then you, and then like once she pop, like once she pops up, like then you just like ha- then you just can't forget about her. Again. Then you just can't forget her again. And it's like, why are you still here? How are you still here? What the fuck? <laughs> but I mean, hey, I think that if Jose Mourinho was hired around the at City, like when they hired Pep, he would have won a Champions League in his second season, probably. Hmm. Or at least his third season. And then probably would have gotten fired or left after that. Because let's be honest, he doesn't last more than three seasons at a club. That's very true. (laughs) Uh, What do you think the reason is for that? Uh, His attitude. That's what I would say. Because his quality of manager is good. His quality of manager... You know, honestly, like he's not a t- like he is a good man. He has been a very good manager over there. He's been dealt some bad cards with some teams. Yeah, he was. I mean, hey, I mean, he, I, I, I still can't believe he actually took the Tottenham job when he did that. I was that was a shock to everyone. <laughs> I was hoping for him. I was hoping for him to. I was. <laughs> you guys were idiots for letting him go. Club is stupid. And I mean, general. he brought your club, which clearly what we're saying now is he was the last not a top quality club, and he put you guys into a second place with that basically the club you have now. 
He was the last manager that won us a trophy. We haven't won a trophy in five years. It was the last time we won a trophy was the Europa League. And that was and that was a typical Mourinho final. Ajax dominated every aspect of that game except for two goals. We only had like 33% possession in that game. Ajax dominated possession. They had more shots. The only thing we let in was fouls. And that's just magic. Yeah, Mourinho magic. Exactly. Mourinho ball. Hey, it is what it is. Go Roma. I'm rooting for Roma. They play Feyenoord, but I'm rooting for Roma. I want Jose to win another trophy because that means Jose will win one trophy. And guess who's guess who else is only going to potentially win one trophy this season? Real Madrid. No, back to managers again. Oh, they bald fraud. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think he wins any. <laughs> that's why I said potentially only one potentially only one lay bald fraud but no I'm actually convinced at this point if Mourinho managed Manchester City like when Pep got hired by them he probably would have taken them to Champions League glory already yeah I could see that I mean I mean Pep is a great manager I'm not taking anything away from him but you see what Mourinho does with these teams that he gets and it's like you you can't like like the man ban- banners. Uh, this is cliche because they don't fly banners in football, but banners fly forever, and you see what Mourinho does with these teams. The man won a Champions League with Porto. Pep Guardiola took a, took over a Bayern Munich team that won the treble and couldn't get past the semifinals. We could fucking take that. Too. We talk about this all the time, but we could take those teams that he was gifted and take them to the finals and win trophies. Exactly, exactly. We could take that 2011 Barcelona team and manage it ourselves. It was a push-button team. We knew exactly – we knew where – We was, knew That team was like a video game team playing on easy whenever they played anyone. Exactly, exactly. Like I said, bald fraud. He's a bald fraud. He can't do it without money. He can't do it without Messi. Uh, I, I, I will be convinced of that until the day that man retires. Like, the day that man retires, I will still call him a bald fraud. I'll congratulate him on the trophies that he's won, but I'll be like, you're not one of the greatest. Well, let's be honest. A lot of the Premier League titles he has won has not come in with really quality opponents. No, the quality of the league has been shot since 2018. Yeah. Like, 2018 was the Centurions. Um, uh, 2019, they won the domestic treble, but I mean, the thing is though, is like Liverpool, like lost by a point in the league. I mean, yeah, it came down to the last day. Yeah. 2020. I mean, when they, uh, 20, 2020, I mean, they fizzled 2020, they fizzled out a little, they fizzled out, but I mean, the quality of the league just fizzled out that year. And then last... it didn't help that COVID hit, but I mean, it's still a real trophy. So let's just well, keep that in mind. Well, I, the, what I mean is the you didn't celebrate with fans, so I'm okay with that. Um, uh, you we had will to, this year. Yes, your league. We'll, yes, your we'll, we'll celebrate with our league cup. Yeah, your league cup trophy. Hey, um, uh, did they but, even do like a celebration for the Caravo Cup? Uh, probably not, because like it's still in the middle of the season, but um. Uh, I could see, like, if Arsenal or Tottenham won that cup, they would have done that. <laughs> Shit, maybe we would have even done that. Who the fuck knows? Actually, no, we wouldn't have. Because yeah, you guys would have. Let's, let's be no, honest. no, no, no. That's expenses. That's money we would have needed. 
spend. No, we would not have. Um, uh, but um, no, in all seriousness, though, like, no, the we we talk about it all the time. Quality of the league is like shot. Like twenty twenty one. I mean, the season like kind of was a wash too. I mean, like. They dominated the league. City dominated the league in every aspect. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Liverpool was injured. I mean, yeah, that's that's a word. Yeah, that's that's that 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 still pisses me off. Yeah, the people had- made comparisons last year to um, fucking slab had being more important to the, your team than Van Dyke is, and not giving us a benefit of the doubt. But when slab had was out, everyone was sucking your guys' dick. Eh, I wasn't really saying anything because I shit. I think our defense is terrible in general. Um, but I mean, the thing is, there is like, hey, I mean, if you guys win the cha- I mean, if you guys win the Champions League, build a stat. I want a statue of Allison built outside of Anfield as uh, soon- for, for scoring game. last year. Yeah. That's exactly. I, I love the memes where, like, did you see the one with like the the dominoes where it's like Allison scoring, Liverpool winning another Champions League? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, uh-huh. scores against West Brown doesn't score. You guys aren't in the Champions League. Uh, like, that's exactly it. I want a statue built we'd outside. We'd be winning of the Europa League this year, huh? I said if you didn't, we'd be winning the Europa League this year. Nah, Rangers. Rangers is winning. Rangers would win regardless. But um, uh, no, seriously, I want a statue of Allison built in outside of Anfield. If you guys win the Champions League, I do because... think at the end of their careers, Mo should get one with Liverpool, Allison, and probably Van Dyke. Allison definitely should get one. He's the most. He's the least problematic player in like your club's history. All the man does is eat meat and pray to Jesus. And, and just to be an incredible goaltender. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's at least problematic. Also player. should be Brazil's starting goaltender, but that's a topic for another day. I think he is. Ederson is. Jesus fucking Christ. No wonder Brazil's not going to fucking win a World Cup anytime soon. Oh, God. That and the fact that they still somehow fight. That and the fact that they still rely on Neymar too much when they can do better without him honestly but that's another conversation for an we'll talk about that in the winter when the world cup is on yeah we'll talk about that in october november we're gonna be miserable because the world cup's on then for fuck all i'm also gonna be miserable because like games are gonna be kicking off at like 5 30 in the morning i'm gonna be sleeping and i'm also gonna be miserable too because like i might quit my job for that month <laughs> I'm also gonna be miserable too because, like, I won't know like when games are gonna be like on Fox or FS1, like on a Sunday or Saturday because of college football and the NFL. So I'm just gonna be like, oh shit, I gotta really pay attention to the. Television. Do you think there's gonna be less viewers in this World Cup based on the fact that football is gonna be on in the U.S.? Because I know clearly the World Cup gets the most views out of any like thing that's on television. But do you think they will lose a significant amount because of football being on? On Saturdays and Sundays. I know we're getting a little off topic here, but I've been no, curious. No, hey, I mean, it is what it is there. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm thinking now. I would say yes. I would say, I would say it depends on how far this U.S. men's national team goes. Obviously, their group stage games like will get some good traction, especially the one against England, which is on a Friday, by the way. Um, but if the U.S. men's national team is playing on a Saturday or Sunday, they will have good viewership. 
But if it's like some random games that nobody cares about, then nobody's going to watch that. I mean, game. it could even be a good game, like in the group stage, like, um, any, let's take a game out of the group of death, and it's like they'll put that on TV. I think Americans will still watch football over that because the, the, uh, just like the normal average viewer would rather watch a college football game than that, whereas compared to me and you clearly would rather watch soccer. I would rather watch the World Cup than watch fucking whatever's college football game is going to be on Fox. Because knowing my, knowing knowing the luck here, they'll probably put on like Northwestern and like uh, <laughs> and like Penn State, and it's going to be a terrible football game. Or like in or for the NFL, whatever regional broadcast is there, they'll probably put on like. Well, when the schedule comes out like next week, like you'll just have to figure out like what's going to be like in your regional area. But like if I'm on the West Coast, if like I'm here on the East Coast and my only options for football on Fox, my options for football on Fox are like, say, the Jets and the Falcons or like the Jaguars or any terrible team like that. Fuck, I'm watch. I'm not watching that. I'm watching soccer. I don't care that I don't care if it's Costa Rica and Iran going against each other. Or what if? What if? Would you rather watch the Gi- like the Giants? No, actually, I wouldn't. I, I would you rather watch the Bills if they're on a Fox game during the World Cup? Uh, it's a good thing I have two uh computer monitors. Yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's a tough call. I'd rather watch the World Cup than one regular season game. I mean, especially since, I mean, there's probably a good chance that the Giants probably won't even, like, be on in this area because, let's be honest, like, I, yeah. even if I live in Rochester, like, there's a good chance that I will get the game. But uh, but the but the thing is, though, it all depends on, like, when Buffalo is playing, too. Like, if Buffalo is playing the same time as the Giants, like, I'm not going to get, like, even no matter what the network is, CBS or Fox, I'm not going to get the Giants game. I'll probably get like fucking Philadelphia or whoever, like right. whatever closest. So I'm no, not. Gonna... Yeah, I would. I I don't know. That's a for me. That's a tough one. I don't know. I guess it it, it depends on the soccer game that's during the time of the Bills. And and it also depends on who the Bills are playing too. If they're playing the lot, imagine if they're playing the Lions on a Sunday on Fox. Like, are you watching that or are you watching a soccer game? Please do not tell me you're going to like actually watch the Lions. Please tell me you're not. But it de- it depends on the game. Yeah. Like it, it really depends on the game. Like I said, I'm not going to have to worry about it because I have three screens in You've got my, three screens. I'm going to have three screens so I can watch three games at once. You have three. Okay. Also, speaking of Nashville just made this a game. Ah, fuck you, Nashville. You're going home anyways. God, stop pretending like you're actually significant. Yeah, God. So thankfully, I won't have to put myself in that situation of choosing. This is true. Yeah, you don't have to. I'm going to have to go live in a bar. I, I, I would say the bar, that was going to be my next question. I would think the bars would have football on. The bars probably would have football on, for sure. Like on Saturday or Sunday, they definitely would. I mean, I'd you'd have, have to, go- to go to like a soccer bar. Like you'd have to go to Mass K, like if you're living in Buffalo or whatever soccer <laughs> bar is up by you. Rochester has a lot of places that put soccer games on. Actually, we're way off topic here, and I really don't care. I mean, I, I mean, I like you know to get really off topic. I finally listened to Chicklet's podcast with the Gretzky interview, and they were talking basketball for the first twenty minutes of the pod, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, like damn. They well, always talk random BS for the first twenty minutes. This is true. This is true. They gotta get they gotta get biz riled up. They they gotta get biz riled up. Um. Uh, but no, seriously, like Rochester has a lot of soccer bars. 
You know, you know, fuck it. We're actually like the opposite. Last like 20, 30 minutes of our pod, we'll just talk like whatever, and I'm okay with that. But Rochester here, like they have a decent, they have a good amount. Like I think I told you this. Magpie over on Park Ave, Liverpool supporters. Um, Exchange Sports Bar over on Exchange Boulevard in the Cornhill neighborhood, close to the Blue Cross Arena, Man United supporters. Um, Brickwood Grill in the city, Arsenal supporters. There's a place called Kearney's that's Tottenham supporters. Um, I think there's also a couple like bars that are like Bundesliga supporters clubs, bars like for Byron and Dortmund. And I think Chelsea, ha- I think Chelsea supporters have a designated bar too. Um, there's also this other bar that's on Park Ave. I think it's like Park and Megs, like in Rochester. It's called ha- it's called Half Pint Pub. I remember like walking by, like walk- walking down Park Ave in the summer, like last year. And was it the sun? No, not the summer. No, yeah, it was the summer. It was like uh, like August, early September before like the weather started to get like kind of crappy. Like I'm walking down there and th- I walk past half pint and they had like all the 10 o'clock Premier League games on. I walked into a bar at 10 a.m. just to watch soccer. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> so Rochester, good deal there. Rochester has a good amount of bars that like will show soccer. It's, you just got I, you just got to find the right one. Obviously, like I'm not going to go to like a co- Obviously, like, I'm not going to go to the typical like, you know, college bar, college bar or bar for like anybody from like 20 three to like 28 that will have all the college football on I'll, I'll find a soccer bar i've got options i may just go to the exchange at that point they have like 40 tvs anyways half will probably have soccer the other half will have football so i'll be good yeah exactly you'll be perfect there exactly Thank you won't yeah we won't have an issue with it i was just curious just like why i asked this to see what what your consensus was because i was I, I didn't really know no, yeah, I, I want to get another opinion. It clearly is not for a while, but I was just curious because, like, this is different. This is like uncharted territories, whereas, like, typically it's only baseball on when the World Cup comes on, and clearly we know what everyone's going to watch. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Well, I mean, it also helps that baseball's on at night for the most part, except for like the random like Thursday afternoon games. But yeah, definitely. I mean, what's nice about the summertime now is that what's nice about the summertime for me at least, is now that the World Cup is, like, in the fall, closer to winter, like, when I'm not working, I'm going to take advantage of the weather as much as I can. Golfing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Golfing, going on walks, travel. Like, it's going to be something that I'm looking for. Like, it's going to be something that I'm looking forward to there. Um, yeah, 2018, I was a hermit. 2018 was terrible because, like, I was a hermit, but then, like, I also had to work. So, like, when I wasn't working, I was a hermit. Yeah, I was only, like, that summer, I was only, like, part-time. I was only working, like, three days a week. Yeah, because I... So it was great for me. What's up? Yeah, no, because I, like... It was weird because, like, if I if I worked in the afternoon, I would miss... If I worked in the afternoon, I would miss, like, one game. If I worked in the morning, I would miss, like, a game and a half. And if I didn't have off... I would pr- I would be a hermit until probably like about three o'clock in the afternoon. Then I'd probably just like go out, like do whatever. Like, but that was it. Like, even th- like <laughs> during the Euros, I was a hermit. During the Euros, I was a hundred percent a hermit. I mean, it also helped that I was working from home too. So like, I didn't have to like you know go anywhere. 
but I was definitely a hermit. Um, I was half and half because it was there was COVID, so I was golfing like every day. Yeah, well, I mean, my thought process was is like since the Euros were on, like when I was working, like I didn't go anywhere, so like I could do stuff like after that, like yeah, day- I, didn't, I didn't work during COVID because that's when I worked at the gym and we were closed. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, no, I was yeah, because so I was, I was sucking on the government's teeth. <laughs> the only time that I the only game the only. The only day that I really missed from the Euros was like one of the quarterfinal days. I missed the final because I was had a soccer game and then I got to catch penalties in my truck. Oh yeah, I remember that. I was in Syracuse. That day still hurts me. That day still hurts me. But uh, <laughs> no, the only day I truly missed the Euros was uh, one of the quarterfinal days, and uh, it was actually the day of England's quarterfinal. Uh, which they just ended up like winning anyways. But I went to the Blue Jays game uh, against Tampa with my parents because uh, tickets were. Oh cheap. yeah, that's right. Tickets were cheap. Buffalo. What was that? I said I said tickets for the Buffalo Blue Jays like they were pretty cheap. Oh yeah, sorry, you cut out, so I, w- I didn't know what happened. Oh, I apologize. I think I may have muted myself there. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, figure, really it, out, figure it out. You're the you're one of the hosts. Figure it out. You're you're one of the hosts. Figure it out. Figure it out. You're calling like April, May, and uh, stuttering. That is a hell of a lot different than muting my mic. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it is what is there for that. Um, uh, I don't know. We're at ten thirty at night. We've been yeah, recording gotta, for a couple hours. Got to use the bathroom. I've been holding it in most of the podcast, so. <laughs> the pod did not need to fucking know that, but okay. Well, they, um, at this point, they know what they get with us. They know what they get with us. I mean, fuck it. I mean, like, I think after we, we stray further away though from sanity every single week. We just yeah, we get close to the shit. insanity. I'm surprised I'm not insane yet, but we just nah, talk I random mean, shit nowadays. Pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much. I mean, it is what it is. Like they know what to expect. Like it's good in playoffs. We're gonna bullshit basketball. We're gonna talk hockey. We'll talk baseball for a little bit and then like soccer but like soccer is going to end so like i we're we're gonna have to like the dog days are coming so like we'll just have to like figure out what to talk about for an hour and a half at this point um uh, after playoffs are over um but I that, that'll just be story time story fucking story time you know what might as well have we'll story just time start time. just coming and talking i think i think our listeners will still listen Oh, 100%. You know, we should bring guests. We should bring guests. For we the summer, that'd be a great idea. Story time. Just bring guests. See how fa- see how, see how how long it takes before we get canceled and potentially arrested. Well, I, uh, I'd be fine with that. Oh, also, <laughs> I want to give people the update on the Chickless Cup. I don't know if I talked about this last week on the podcast, but um, I was going to put a team in, but it was $2,000 per team. So I decided to fuck that, and me and Jeremy is going to go to the party that they have there and then go down and watch some of the games. Yeah, but I, yeah, hopefully, because I, I have nothing right now. That weekend, I know I have nothing for sure. So I'm definitely down for that right now unless something comes up. Um, the GoFundMe is still available, and if Jake decides to like rush the uh, rush the uh, ball hockey court and punch Paul Bissonnette in the face, the GoFundMe is still out there, just to, just to let you know, buddy. I'm dropping business. Also, we should start a GoFundMe for my tattoo. Why would why are we starting to go fund me for Dave? Um, he's not in jail, is he? 
No, no, I need a no a GoFundMe for the tattoo. I'm gonna get when the Oilers don't win the cup. Oh, uh, I thought you said your dad. I'm like, no, 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 the... for when the Oilers don't win the cup. A GoFundMe would be nice. Um, for the tattoo, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be like probably. I'm gonna get it like small. Yeah, we'll so start it's gonna be like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like sixty dollars. So people want to like, we'll start a GoFundMe for that, yeah. or just Venmo Jeremy. <laughs> I'm keeping the money if they Venmo me. Oh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're venmoing me they need to venmo you uh i thought you said i thought you said your dad at first i'm like oh shit yeah davy boy what the fuck's he what do he do now we're not we're not, no, we're not nothing yet i think he's too old for that nowadays <laughs> uh davy boy if you're, davy boy if you're listening we love you i hope you're doing well um uh shit i've got enough to i've got enough to know i think we've covered everything we've wanted to go through well, yeah, I'm about to explode, so I think it's a nice time to close it up. Yeah, after, yeah you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Dallas is up one nothing somehow for live listeners. You know, fuck, I don't know how that happened, but shit. Um, uh, it is what it is there, but I'll watch this until I decide to, like, realize that's too boring here. But, no, hope, my final thought is that hopefully we can do a live stream during one during one of the Stanley Cup final games, preferably if it's on a Friday or Saturday. Me and Jake have been in, we me and Jake started talking about that yesterday. We may also uh, we may also do a live stream for when the Yankees and Mets uh, a game when the Yankees and Mets play in the regular season too. So we're hoping to do that as well. Um, but other than that, that concludes another episode of the podcast. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can download and catch us there. And until next episode, keep on keeping on.